Hello, and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. And we are going to be talking about episode, I mean, season two, episode seven today. An episode titled, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. <laughs> um, the Amazon Prime synopsis is, Lucy, Lucy, <laughs> Lucy. Lucy innocently courts trouble by prancing around the mall in a short skirt and high heels, while Eric helps a not-so-innocent girl in a gang. <laughs> I don't like that it gives everything away. First of all, it's like all spoilers. Yeah. Usually the synopsis is like one of the storylines yeah. or like a barely a hint at something. This is like, this is exactly what happens in this episode. No sugarcoating it. I will say I didn't read the synopsis Good, because before watching this episode. If that was the case, I probably would have been rolling my eyes from the moment it started. I, know, I would have read that and just been like, oh, great. Like, cause, cause especially with the Lucy stuff, like that's a bit of like a surprise. You yeah. Know, and, it was, and it was kind of nice to see. I'm like, oh. What a hussy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, not even just the hussy thing, but just like it was it was cool, at least for me, like to see Lucy like with the rebellious the side. Bit, yeah. You know, it was, I don't know. I, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll get yes, into please. it. Um, I feel like that's the unofficial catchphrase of this podcast is we'll get into it. Yeah. yeah. We'll <laughs> get into either it. that or let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all the time. You should make t-shirts that say, let's get into it. <laughs> Can it be our face on it? Oh, my God. Or like, or that photo, our, our banner yes. photo. But the, the one podcast. where we're like high-fiving. Oh, that one is even better. The that's one that so we're high-fiving. And that's like, let's get into it underneath. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so much fun. All right, I'm in, I'm in. Listeners, write to us and let us know if you'd buy that t-shirt. Because then it'd be like cost-effective for us to make it. <laughs> I'll um, buy it. Well, yeah, obviously. We both have matching t-shirts. <laughs> we would just be cute. That would be so funny if we wore them every time we recorded. And then we'd like take a picture every time like with our shirts on. <laughs> losers. <laughs> yeah, with the caption losers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, so let's, let's just start at the beginning with this episode. Uh-huh. Did you notice like it, it's an odd choice? Like I realized in that opening montage of scenes, we've never started an episode this way. Uh, wait, I, I'm forgetting. How did it start in church? Did, no, no, it started all at night. Like yeah, near, like all the people sleeping. Yeah, in yeah, their yeah, rooms, yeah, yeah, yeah. In various states of disarray, like mm-hmm. you know, we see like the kids have like left their light on or like kept their Walkman on or whatever, mm-hmm. or you know whatever. But we've never started an episode that didn't no. start either like at church or yeah. on a Saturday morning at the Camden house. There's or, always like, light on a school day or something. Or with like that 18 minute montage of people starting their days or whatever. That thing needs to stop already. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. I'm, I kind of miss it though. I'm waiting for the next no, time they do no. that. Just because it's so funny when they do like the amount of time they waste. <laughs> but I mean, even in this episode, it leads to, I mean, it makes sense why they've set this up this way. Yeah. Because of the last scene we see, which is Simon and his friend who's like sleeping in Lucy in, in Ruthie's bunk, which yeah. is why Ruthie's like with the girls. Um, but so, yeah, so like we see Annie and Eric and they're like getting all cuddly. And at first I thought like, oh God, why are we watching this? And mm-hmm. then they quick cut to like everyone else or whatever. But um, so we see, you know, Simon's in peaceful sleep and then we pan down to his friend who we've never met before. Mm-hmm. And he's like having a nightmare. He's like, no, please, no, no. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. 
what was your initial takeaway from that? Like, what was your inkling? God, abusive home. Same. That's it. Abusive home. Same. I was like, he's a beaten, like, like this kid's getting beat at home. Yeah. And then. How sad. I know. I mean, no, <laughs> that my mind went straight there. Same, I'm like, of course, oh, here awful. we go. But I mean, it's, it's the show. Like, yeah. what, like, obviously they're going to tackle some big thing, yeah. you know? So, you know, your mind goes there, but. Um, it's not like a recurring dream for this kid. It's yeah, not yeah. like he has issues, maybe some anxiety. No, like no, he's, there's fear. There's pain there. Yeah. Um, so of course, like, um, Simon wakes up and like jumps down mm-hmm. and I guess from that ruckus, like everybody wakes up. So yeah. Annie and Eric rush in mm-hmm. and they're like, what's going on? Whatever. And Simon real quick. And you can tell he's covering yeah. just from his face, you know? Um, he's like, oh, we were telling scary stories. He must have been having nightmares about that. And he, yeah. and he goes into this detailed like story he told about hooks and yeah. whatever the hell. Um, but so really cool. And then so Eric and Annie are like suspicious, but they're going to let it go, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just like, oh, kids, you know, what sleepovers? What are they going to do? Whatever. Yeah. And leave them alone. And then before they go back to sleep, um, the kid whose name is Stan, mm-hmm. um, Stan's like, thanks for covering. Thanks for not telling your parents about that other thing. Yeah. And Simon's like, no worries. I gave you my most excellent promise. <laughs> which is a phrase he continues to use. Yeah. Whatever that means. Um, and all's well. And it, then, like, the next morning, it's really sweet. It's, like, another, like, extended montage scene of them playing basketball. Okay, the th- okay, I have a question about that. Yeah. Do you think they filmed it once and they realized, okay, these kids can't play basketball, so let's just <laughs> let them do it again and, like, we'll just slow they it down and, ma- and make it... You know, just make turn it into something funny. I'm just curious because, like, if you watch them play, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. These kids aren't any good. You know, to be honest, I didn't really notice. Like, I didn't put much thought into. I don't know why. I was just like, I went, I don't know why I thought that, but I did. That's funny. It's possible. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't put it past any show to do that. Like, work with the footage you have, you know? Just that slow-mo and that music. Simon play basketball before. Like, he's not bad. Like, he can make a basket. Uh, well, maybe... Like, Maybe the chemistry was off with Stan. I yeah, don't know. that's true. Maybe Stan's just like a horrible basketball But partner. I do like how Simon, you know, lent like happy over to him. Like, okay, he'll be your oh, teddy yeah. bear. Oh, yeah. That, was, that she, was really cute. Yeah, he brings her down and, and she's like, and he's like, she's she's a little rock or whatever. Yeah. Does, you know, yeah, super cute. By the way, did you recognize the kid that's that's playing Stan? His name is Gregory Howe, Yeah. Did he, you recognize him? Um, Man of the House. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, who is this kid? Who is this mm-hmm. kid? And then I had to finally look him up. And yeah, he plays George Wentz character's son on that show who becomes like Jonathan Taylor yeah, Thomas's Thomas is- like best friend or whatever yep. in that in that camp thing mm-hmm. that they're a yeah, part yeah, of yeah. whatever it is. It's like a Boy Scout troop. I, I haven't seen that movie. Same. And so long. But did you like run your tape into the ground like I did? I had a VHS of that and I fucking loved that I don't movie. think I have a VHS of that. I think I've ruined everybody else's VHS of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, for like, sure. Can I borrow yours? Cool. Can I borrow yours too? Because <laughs> I know that I don't have a copy of that. Like, there, I, had I, mean, this... I don't have that either, obviously. No, no. But, like, I mean, look, anymore. I have a lot of VHSs. Those who have been to my home have seen my VHS that still... Dude, you need to, like, sell that shit on eBay. I don't know. I don't know if I want to, because... It... I mean, well, nothing that has, like, sentimental value, but if you had... Oh, my Man Disney? Of, but if you had, like, Man of the House on VHS, sell that shit. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have it, but, um, yeah, so... 
Oh man, I don't know. There was one. It was one of those things with Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Like everybody JT. was like extremely obsessed with him around mm. the '90s, and I was like, "Ew, who is he?" Like I was. Oh, you didn't care for? Oh him? yeah. And the thing was, I remember making a point about that for <laughs> so, because every girl had a thing for him, and I and I was just I was really confused until one day I did home improvement. You know. Oh yeah. And I. And I watched it and I said, shit, he's good at his comedic timing. So oh, I see. I can so, see why so people you like him. you appreciated him for his acting chops. Not no, like I movie. loved his character so much on the show. Yeah. And Didn't I, he like leave the show? Yeah, I yeah. started watching Home Improvement, dude, like maybe five or six years. No, okay, eight years ago. Yeah. When it was on reruns on Oxygen Channel. Yeah, that shit oh, still wait, exists. you said eight years ago. And I was like, yeah, of course. And I realized, no, that aired that, that show. No. That's, eight years ago was recent for that show. Dude, there was a time where Oxygen Channel was the shit because Dude, they would, yeah, they would do, exist yeah, they would do great reruns of, um, they did Will and Grace. What? They did Roseanne. Oh yeah, that's how I fell in love with Roseanne, and yeah. the same with Cheers. Like that's how I fell in love with yeah. Cheers, and then they played on TV Land, and then um, also Different World, which I would watch with my mom. Which one's Different World? It was um, it was another Cosby show. It was after Cosby, and basically the eldest daughter, not the eldest. Ah shit, what was her oh, name? The middle one that like I know, or, but or the second daughter. I'm forgetting right? the character's name, but basically she know. goes off to college, and you're watching that. Was it like they lived in a house with like a bunch of roommates or whatever? Well, yeah. I mean, it was a dorm. Okay. It was that. Okay. And Marissa Tomei was in it too. What? Yeah. Like a main character? Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Oh, like shit. the first season or two, she was um, her was roommate. Like before she was Marissa Tomei as we know her? Or I was think, she already an established actress at the time? Um, she couldn't have been. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't think. Oh, shit. Maybe I have to remember her 80s movies because her 80s movies... Like before my cousin Vinny. Oh hell, sure. dude! That yeah, okay. way before my cousin okay. Vinny. Because I mean, she was fucking won the Oscar for that. And my clock is ticking like this. Sorry. <laughs> fucking love that movie. Any chance I get to prompt you for Vinny? <laughs> but I love that movie. It's so good. It is good. And anytime it's on, doesn't matter where it's starting, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Just, just I need to make sure her monologue is. I haven't missed that part. Right, that's right. Because if you've missed it, it's like, why am I? But even hold on. The thing time? is, though, in that movie, she has a shit ton of monologues. Well, the big one, the one in court, right? That's well, the one we. Well, we care she has about. the one in court. She has the one where she's talking shit to um, Vinny mm-hmm. at the cabin, um, and then another one where she talks about she's talking shit to Vinny at the hotel about going deer hunting. Oh yeah, that's another. Like she yeah, has yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that movie, like it was like her star turn. Oh, for sure. Yeah. How do we get here? How do we any ever get anywhere on this show? We were talking. Oh, we- Gregory Howe. There we the go. Uh-huh. Um, and okay, yeah. So I just remembered the flow. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. Um, so yeah, so they're playing basketball. All's cool, and then. Again, we get like a little bit of a hint as to the fact that like Simon's keeping some sort of secret for Stan. Yes. Um, and it probably has something to do with his sister, although it's not clear. But mm-hmm. they keep mentioning his sister, who you figure like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, because like, you know, his sister's going to pick him up and, you know, come stay over again tonight as long mm-hmm. as it's okay with your parents, whatever. Talk about a good friend like looking out. It's cute. I know. Simon's really cute. And I mean, of course. He's a little bit misguided, but mm-hmm. he's 10 or 11 or whatever. So, yeah. you know, I get like we excuse it. Um, but it's really sweet that he's looking out for his friend in the way that he can. Yes. You know, 
Um, so anyway, so then Karen shows up to pick Stan up and it's Sherry Appleby Mm -hmm. who is hilarious because it's like, I look at her and all I can think is unreal now. (laughs) I know. I know. Cause that's another really good show. Um, yeah. And she's really good in it. Um, but she's like young here and it's like a trip. Um, but it's so crazy because, um, what I found really funny was her speech. Yeah. The way that she's talking. Yeah. I mean, like. She doesn't sound like that now, obviously. And forget about the sound. I mean, she doesn't speak that way. No, I think she's putting on a tone or an affectation to her speech. But I feel like she kind of comes in and out of it. Yeah. Like she's not very good at it. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, when she first comes onto the scene, you're like, oh, this chick's supposed to be hard. But then she says things like, yeah, yeah, Stan can stay as long as it's cool with my parents. So, So you're like... Okay, but then she's dressed all like baggy pants mm-hmm. and she's got this belt that everyone makes a big deal about. And I'm just like, whatever, it's a belt. You know? <laughs> um, but more on that. God, later. that zoom in every time. I swear to God. I swear to God. That should be a thing. Like, that should be a recurring segment on this show. Like, did they do a zoom in this week? Yeah. <laughs> Who did they zoom in on this time? Because, you know, there's never enough of that. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so. They mention, like, and then Matt happens to stop by and he mentions the belt and, like, that's an interesting bee. And she's like, oh, it's my nickname, Baby Doll. Um, And then Matt's trying to, like, get more out of Simon Mm -hmm. and mentions Baby Doll. And Simon's like, oh, yeah, everyone calls her that. And Matt's like, except for Stan. Yeah. Which, obviously, why would Stan call his sister Baby Doll? (laughs) Like, duh. (laughs) Talk about trying to make that, things that obvious. Be, it's that weird. That would be like if my siblings called me Lady J. Like, really? That's not going to happen. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, though. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so that kind of happens. And then we're just supposed to, like, sit with that for a while. Because mm-hmm. now we're cutting to the girls. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Should we get into that now or should we wrap up the Stan story? Like, I don't I don't know what to do here. It's all all over the place. This let's, episode. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, let's go. Let's get into Stan. All right. Let's finish Stan up. So if we could even call that. But so basically, long story short, um, Matt is able to like. I don't want to say trick Simon or like, you know, yeah. but like Simon calls it like weaseling him yeah. or whatever. But um Matt like sits down with Simon while he's like alone in his room or whatever. Mm-hmm. And through a series of well asked questions and probing and stuff is able to assess that, um, Stan's sister is involved in some bad stuff. Yeah. Um, they never really want to say the word gang. Wait, it wait, feels wait. Like. I know. Hold on. Do you, what was the name of the gang? I don't think they say, Oh, no, they oh, do. Yeah, like they do black, Blackburn, Blackburn. I think it's Blackburn 16. Such a stupid name. I know. Like, why? When I heard that, I was like, oh, that's funny. I wonder if it's supposed to be like a play on the M13 gang. You know, I don't even oh. know what it stands for, but it's the only one I know. Because hmm. um, you know how it's like there's a letter that's yes. like associated with it, and then there's like a number, and that's associated. I wonder if yeah. that's what they were going for in but- this made-up name. For this gang? I, I I don't think a gang would want their name to be that long. It's not that long. Well, I mean, I don't... Whatever. I mean, We're not going to go down go that road. with this B. Like, the B yeah. is their tag or whatever. And, and Karen's belt, that B stands for that gang name. Yeah. Not for Baby, Baby Doll, Doll, as she says. Although it could be for Baby Doll, too. Like, that might be her gang name, for all we know. Um, but... 
I say that so like I sound like such an idiot. That might be her gang name. <laughs> like I don't fucking know anything about gangs, but um, anyway, so Matt's Matt basically gets it out of Simon that like Simon's covering for Stan that there's this big secret that mm-hmm. you know whatever it's dark and scary, and goes and tells the parents. Um, and then that leads to Simon and Eric having this conversation that I kind of want to play in its entirety because I think it's it's a cool little speech that Eric gives. Mm-hmm. And Simon's really good in it, too. Like, the way that he's, like, responding to it all, I think, is interesting. Yeah. So let's play that, and then, you know, we'll just keep going from there. Excuse me, Mom, first. It was just sort of an emergency, and thanks to Matt's big mouth, you probably know why. Well, thanks to Matt, your mom and I do know, and it is an emergency, and I'm glad you recognized that and went to Matt for help. I didn't go to Matt for help. I promised Dan I wouldn't tell anyone, but then Matt in his slick ways came in to talk and wheedled it out of me and went and told the whole world. But your mom and I are not the whole world. But you're most of it. How could he do this to me? I I promised Dan my most excellent promise. Matt cares about you and your friend. If Matt cared about Stan or me, he would have helped us figure out a plan, not spilled his guts and broken my promise. Matt's older. He knows some things that you don't. It comes with it being older territory. It's possible that he looked at Stan's situation and saw a few things that maybe you didn't. Stan's my friend, not Matt's. I think I know a little bit more about him and his situation than Matt. You know, your mom and I knew something was up with Stan before Matt said anything. We were there after Stan's nightmare. He looked a little off when his sister came to pick him up. And then you, you invited him to stay over without asking first something you never do. No, I'm very good about that. Yeah, you are. Your mom and I were going to talk to you about it. Matt just got to you first. He got to me because my defenses were down. Maybe he got to you because deep down on some level, you knew your big brother would help you out. You're reaching, Dad. You know, your mom and I can't be with you guys every second of every day, so we have to count on you to handle a lot of things by yourselves. We also have to count on you to know which things you shouldn't try to handle alone. Knowing which is which is a big part of growing up. Matt did the right thing. He looked out for everybody. Everybody except for me. I mean, Stan's going to think I betrayed him. Matt made me look like a traitor, and I'll never trust him again. I felt that way before, but believe me, when it comes to the really important stuff, I'm pretty sure you can trust your big brother to do the right thing. I don't know. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but I love that. Well, yeah. I love every beat of that. Mm-hmm. I love everything that Eric says about Matt's position yeah. in the situation, about his relationship with Simon. I love what Simon's bringing to the table in terms of like his indignance at, yeah. what, at what's occurred and the way that he's approaching it. Like I gave him a promise and that was betray- betrayed and, you know, and the way that he was able to like weasel it out of me, all this stuff. Like, it, it's it's really well matched yeah. you know like simon's 11 and eric's older mm-hmm. and an adult you know and um i don't know i really appreciated that yeah for what it's worth i just liked it whenever he walked out of the room and annie walks in he goes there's a lot of stubborn in that kid and i was <laughs> yeah. like yeah there is yeah you know i didn't want to include that because it like takes like 10 minutes to get there yeah or whatever, it, but no it does it's a great little line yeah um yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed that. And I and I think that it makes the payoff at the end of the episode mm-hmm. in terms of this, this storyline all the better because, you know, after everything is said and done and Stan's going to stay over again tonight and whatever, mm-hmm. 
um, Matt is there for them. Yeah. And, you know, shows Stan and Simon that he cares and that, you know, like he's a good brother or whatever. And, um, and Simon says something like, oh, like, let's see if Matt, you know, wants to hang out or whatever. Yeah. And Stan's like, that's really cool. Like, you ha- like that that would be really awesome. Like, yeah. he's really cool. And Simon's like, yeah, he is. <laughs> like, yeah. He, like, begrudgingly admits, like, yeah, Matt's awesome, whatever. Oh, <laughs> <brother>. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I thought, I, just, I thought it was really sweet. But, um, so, because of this, because now Eric knows about Karen's potential gang relatedness, mm-hmm. Um, goes and speaks to their parents and you know and the parents are like really um like well one they're surprised yes and they're shocked but how could you be from the way she's dressed i mean look if we're if the 90s though everyone's wearing baggy pants and plaid shirts well that i know but she like she's swimming in them like literally swimming in them i don't know i don't think and it's not fair see it's not fair on the parents to be like, you should have known better. Well, no, 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 not about should have known better. I'm just trying to fit. Well, obviously we don't have enough back backstory, but like, it makes you wonder, did she always dress that way? Do you get what I'm saying? Like to see a drastic change in your kid, you'd right. be like, all right, kid, what's going on? Right. I guess. Yeah. I mean, but, but to think about it though, and we see Karen's like rolling all this money and shit and whatever drugs and stuff. She's probably selling them or whatever. Yeah. So she's probably like, buying her own things but dude the way that when they you know remove the mattress and you see everything under i'm like okay that why is it so perfectly set up to show me horror (laughs) so weird all all the joints all the knives um yeah i will say this throughout this whole episode i was like kind of not really understanding why they keep saying like stands in danger stands in danger like yeah like i get it karen's involved in some gangs she's obviously doing bad things and illegal things and whatever but why does that mean that stands in danger like i never quite understood that i mean may okay like obviously she's picking him up and taking him places and stuff so like She's his ride, which means that just by proxy, like by proxy and like actual approximation, yeah. maybe he's like meeting some of her fellow gang or whatever. I don't know. But in my the whole time in my head, I was like, well, I don't get it. Like, what's like, what's the big deal about Stan? You know, you just need to watch more like '90s movies, and then you'd get it. <laughs> I mean, I get no. I mean, I understand from a '90s perspective why they're trying to make this about Stan, but in my like in my logic brain, I'm like, show me physically. That like why Stan is in danger. Like like show me an instance where Karen's hanging with her gang and like Stan has to be there. Well, you know, you know I it's one of those things where I wish this could have been like a to be continued episode because mm-hmm. it would have been fun to see it progress and to seeing it mm-hmm. getting you know to go to like such a deep dark place. But it yeah. didn't. Obviously, they of course not. I mean, you see what happens in the end to her, but still like which. I but they say, wrap it up. So- First of all, I think probably the harshest thing we've seen on the show is seeing Karen yeah. like beaten bloody in the yeah. hospital because she tried to get out of this gang. Mm-hmm. For a second, I thought she died, and I was like, wow, they went there, and I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, they didn't go there, because how could they? Um, but 
Yeah, and then so that's why when they finally revealed that like she's been keeping all her gang paraphernalia in his room, like yeah. under his mattress, I was like, oh, okay, I think I get it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it kind of clicked for me in that moment. Like, oh, she's willfully involving him in this. Yeah, like he's as much a part of this gang as as she is. Well, because she's involving him in it. Yeah, she's hiding the shit there because it's. Well, in the sense of, like, her parents would have never guessed to look in Stan's room. Right. You know? Right. Um, well, they lot, didn't uh, even look in her room. Like, they don't do that, you know? Well, they did. Well, they did at Eric's yeah. prompting, but they... but, but Yeah, they Eric, don't go through it yeah, because they trust Eric their like, kids. do this, he was, they were like, we don't search our kids' rooms, you yeah, know? Yeah, because they trust their kids. But she, in a way, like, it's a smart move to put it in her brother's room because they can sus- suspect her all they want. But if they can't find anything, then they can't find anything. And for her to put her brother in it, like putting, it's like shitty. hiding. No, it is very shitty. But I mean, it has nothing also to do with like, if she hadn't even put the drugs there, like she, she is actively picking up her brother. She's actively doing things for her brother, for her parents. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no matter what, he, well, um, would be a vulnerability for her. So imagine if the uh, another gang wanted to retaliate. Why right. wouldn't they do something to him? No, totally. So that's and- yeah. So I think that's one way that Annie was also trying to get that across her. Like, she's like, it kind of, like, trickles it's over. Like, like, you know, like, spills over into yeah. that. Oh, my God, can we play that clip? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, it's so... I, I mean, it's a little bit, like, over the top, but... Doesn't she, like, doesn't she even like say that to in her? in the best way. It's, like, it's over the top in the way that, like, only Annie can pull off. Yeah, seriously. Okay, here we go. ...on his knuckles, but it didn't stand for baby doll. My life is none of your business. You're right. But your life does have something to do with Stan's. That's the way it is with families. Stuff spills over. Look at your life, the way you live. What would you know about me or my life? Anything? I know that Stan loves you very much. And that your involvement with this gang... I'm not in if you're involved. ...is going to destroy him little by little or get him killed. And eventually it's going to get you killed too. (laughs) You don't know anything. Nothing's going to happen to me. My friends are there for me. They make me strong. They protect me. Oh, really? Those same friends who will beat you and rape you so you can get into a group where you can mule drugs and do drive-bys and be available for sex on demand? You are so out there. My friends would never betray me. And I can handle whatever it is I have to handle. Well, it's good that you're that strong because this is going to take all the strength that you have. Harsh words. Mm. Harsh words, but they're coming from a place of like, frustration yeah and also just like like how can you be so blind and stupid yeah you know so as not to see the overarching effects of what it is you're doing and the one the more i started thinking about it especially you know at the end um right before karen goes and tries to get out of the gang or whatever and gets beaten up like when her parents like you know when we're at that their house or whatever and I'm like sitting here and I'm realizing like the parents are talking about like transferring their jobs, moving away, getting yeah. out of jo- like getting out of Dodge because like they like they know where she lives. Yeah. Like like there's no getting out of this, mm-hmm. you know, like even if she can cut ties like she yeah. thinks she can, like at like they, they will always know where they live. Yep. You know, you'll always be. I guess you can say, like, looking over your shoulder. Yeah. And what a shitty existence, Mm -hmm. like, for all of them, you know? And also, again, speaking to the, like, 
the um the geography of Glen Oak. Seriously, dude. <laughs> like where is this where game? Are they? <laughs> weird where i I know whatever nothing nothing glen oak must be huge like glen oak must be the size of los angeles yeah and then whenever they do like those like you know aerial shots where you're seeing everything it just it looks like this tiny little little, town like really cute like like a little one horse town yeah (laughs) and then now she's in a gang where the hell is this gang from they must be in the bad part of town where but what's the bad what's her name was living <laughs> oh right. <laughs> I, yeah, Susan. I'm like, wait, what? I was, was, <laughs> was going to say Susan, but I didn't want to be wrong. No, Susan, Susan's her name. It is Susan. Um, yeah. I mean, but who cares? Suspension of disbelief. Like, I'll allow it. You know? I I know, but uh, dude, okay. I understand the message, and I understand what the hell they're saying. Uh, I'm. <laughs> It's just too much. It's so over the top every time. Had had this conversation been progressed like to another episode, maybe it would draw me in more. Maybe I'd believe it more. But it's just, it's fucking too much. I love but the conversation. What do you mean? But what do you mean it's too much? Not believable, damn it. That's it. Just not believable, okay? Like it's not believable that there's a gang in Glen Oak or that this is happening at all or... Because it's, I mean, gang stuff is real. No, I, I know that it's real, but it's just, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, again, delivery. I've said it a thousand times. I'm going to say it again. Delivery. Yeah. It's just the way that they deliver. Something about it never makes me go, damn, they're right. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, because it's just too, mm, we just need, we just need one of our friends here who's like, shut the fuck up. They love this. But no, it's but good. that's the thing though. Like, I'm wondering if we should be coming from it or coming at it from less of a place of like, it's, it's just, it's too much. It's like delivery sucks or whatever. Or, or maybe we shouldn't be worried about like, like I liked what they said, like good damn or whatever. Maybe well, no. it's just, maybe it's just like, this is what this episode's about. You know what I mean? Like here, maybe, maybe every episode will be this type of a thing and we'll just have to take it as it is. And we'll like, they dealt with okay. it in this way. I maybe, don't know. Well, maybe my issue is there is no balance with, with uh, Annie and Eric because of the way that they speak to like never did I think Annie is going to say shit like this to a young lady do you get what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like young lady I don't know where that came from (laughs) to baby doll but what I'm trying to say is it's like um now that they I I don't know explain it but it's just like you know very well spoken they try to always like get people on their side in a sweet way but dude like when they're harsh it's quick it just happens really fast. Like, there's no warm-up to anything. I don't know how to explain it. Like, nothing's earned. It's just, like, automatic. Like, you have to assume that they're like this all the time. Well, yeah. And I think that's why um, Karen, baby doll, mm-hmm. reacts that way. Because Karen's like, bro, I don't even know you. Yeah, Calm yeah. Calm down. Whereas we, the audience, know that Annie's been feeling this for the last 40 minutes. And so it's like coming out, you know, and she's like, she's like letting it all out or whatever. But yeah, to your point, it doesn't seem real. Like the way Eric, that's what I'm saying. Like the way Eric handles it, how Eric handles all situations. Right. It's typical Eric fashion. Yeah. It's typical Eric fashion. All of them, him approaching the house, whatever. The only people that he lashes out on are his kids. Like, 
like he'll yeah, raise see, his voice he's a reverend and yeah so and but see and with him he does actually have a relationship with almost everybody in this town yeah and and the and that relationship is underlying like i'm your men like I'm yeah your minister so when he does speak to somebody who's not his family there's that um groundwork that is already laid you know yeah no whereas, that's true whereas in an interaction with annie and karen to your point it's like from Karen's perspective, like, bro, I don't even fucking know you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, step off, you know? I mean, everything that Annie is saying is true mm-hmm. and justified, if you will. Yeah. But, or maybe not justified, but coming from a justifiable place. Oh, yeah. But. There's nothing wrong with what she said. I agree with what she said. If anything, that girl probably deserved deserve that shit to be said to her so she can understand what the hell she's actually doing Except that she doesn't even learn her lesson from no that. no of course not because she, they're there to protect her they protect me i swear yeah. it's the way she says things they it's really annoying stronger <laughs> i'm not doing it justice um but i don't know it's just i feel like it's not consistent with the way annie is i don't know how to explain but it this is who annie is annie is like a fierce mother bear you know what i mean yeah like, she is she will protect her cubs and and the disenfranchised like anybody yeah. that walks to that door that needs protecting i don't know what it I, I guess maybe i'm just i can't figure out what's the part that i didn't like about it but it was just like mm, something just yeah, didn't didn't click for me I mean, different strokes for different folks yeah like, I'm, I'm not trying to convince you of anything yeah. you know um i don't know but i didn't hate it like i I, or I shouldn't say that. What I should say is, like, for me, it didn't rub me the wrong way. No. You know what I mean? No, I, again, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I have no idea what I'm going to try to say. Forget it. <laughs> it, it be, uh. Well, so that makes me, so that leads me to the next question that I have, which is a yeah. perfect segue, which is, how do you think about the way she reacts to Lucy? Oh, shit. That was awesome. Um, <laughs> I wonder if for you that's because it feels like it's more earned in their relationship. Yeah, but it was just it was like I was kind of um, I OK. Whenever she said about working the mall, mm-hmm. if <laughs> I was there, if I was in Lucy's position, I can't help but feel like that was a backhanded slap. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that was a slap. It was as good as a slap. That's how I felt. Whenever I heard that, I was like, shit. Yeah. Because I am i don't think... No, I take that back. We've heard her We've heard her give uh, Mary some shit whenever she went to that frat house. And so she has it in her to rip her daughters a new one. Oh, yeah. She has it in her. Oh, yeah. But, but you know, it like... That's what's great about Annie in the sense of like... Um, who's really... Who wears the pants... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In, the, in the house. But but with Annie, I think she's really... Okay, with Annie, she, she kind of gives Matt the benefit of the doubt. But with her girls, she's very quick to whip them in shape. I think she feels like... Like she has to be. Yeah, and I but I also feel like... Um, I, well, yeah, no, I'm I'm thinking about that now as I'm as I'm speaking, and I'm wondering if because that's, Eric, that's like a female thing. No, I think so. Like because Eric doesn't scold them the way Annie does. No, what I meant was like maybe she doesn't do that quite with Matt because she knows like Eric will handle Matt. Yeah, and she needs to handle the girls. Maybe 
Maybe. Which I hate to think that's true, but I'm wondering if if the show is doing that. Maybe it's the show, but what I'm saying is it's like I've definitely caught on like when Mary messes up, Annie is just, she's there and she's fast about cutting, you know. Yeah. And she's very cutting with her words. Yeah. She is when she needs to be. She does that with Mary and we've seen her do it with Lucy now. You know what? I will say this though. So far, what we've seen from Mary and Lucy, Mm -hmm. you know, when they do stupid things or mess up or whatever. Yeah. They mess up in ways that are like, like could be detrimental to themselves. Oh, yeah. As as women, as people. No, which is so good that Annie's there to do that. It's necessary. Because Annie's coming at it from like little girls. I'm a woman. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, like the world is full of dangerous men, dangerous situations Mm -hmm. that you can get yourself into. Yeah. And you want to protect yourselves, you know, and in a way that I don't think Eric could even try. No, 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 definitely not. No, definitely not. Because in that, God, but how, weren't you disgusted with what, what was going on with Lucy in this episode? No, no, I would. No, 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 not because of what she was. I don't care about what she was wearing or what she was doing, because I think every girl has done this. It's the it, it like when they're like, oh, hottie's checking you out. I was like, what? What are you talking about? OK, I will say this. So just before we get into like the weeds of this, just to get the audience or our listeners there. Yes. Um, basically, like Lucy's making plans to go to the mall and Mary is like sort of immediately, I think unearnedly suspicious like all lucy says is like i'm going to the mall with my friends you know and mary's like if you're thinking about doing something stupid just don't do it well and i'm like where is that coming well from? hold on she was going through her bag yeah she, why under what on what suspicions like none it's unearned yeah it's silly it's mary being a little nosy yeah maybe i mean granted she's right so maybe it's like she knows lucy really well or whatever mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, from my perspective, I'm like, Mary, calm the fuck down. Yeah, like, where where did you get suspicious from? Yeah, like, where, like, Mary's, Lucy is being Lucy and, like, being a girl on her phone with her friends. I'm like, I'm going to the mall. I love the mall. I love the smell of the mall. I want to have my ashes scattered in the mall when I die so that a little bit of me is in the mall. Like, weirdo, okay? She's a weirdo, whatever. That's all actual things that Lucy says, guys. I'm not even making it up. Nope. Um, So, so... She goes, and sure enough, she and her friends, who, by the way, did you yes, recognize? Yes, 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 yes. So she's with her friends. The redhead is the chick who is in Grounded for, for Life. life. Yep. And then, and then the other girl, I was like, I know this face. I know this face. Uh-huh. And I looked it up, and she's in Clueless. Yep. And another one. Bring it on. Bring it on. That's right. Which, Gabriel Union, oh my God. Yeah. Like, hilarious. Small world. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they go to the mall, and shows them like going to, into the bathroom and coming out dressed in what I can only say is like fashions taken straight out of like the limited two. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or like that Dahlia magazine, remember? Or was it, I don't know if it was Dahlia. Delia? Delia's? D- D- yeah. It was like a teen girl fashion magazine. Delia's? D- D- Delia's? Delia's? I think it's Delia's. I think it was Delia's. Yeah, it has to be Delia's. We, you know, where, where where you would like order stuff on yeah. the phone or with like that order form yeah, 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 and you yeah. get like clothes or body mm-hmm. sprays or whatever. So they're wearing all these like really like like colorful furry thing yeah with their, their high heels and all this full makeup on, yeah and, full on makeup but can i say this though lucy looks really good 
like her friends look like hot messes. Like I don't know what they're doing with their hair yeah. and their weird eyeshadows. She shit. looks like those but brat Lucy, dolls. Lucy looks really good. No, she looks like a brat doll, like in the best way possible. Like you know, with the makeup I think and she the looks hair, better than a brat doll. But because like her hair is really nicely quaffed. You know, she's it's, so cute. she's got like her bangs and a little bit of like the side stuff. That's probably she what she dressed loose. like then in I mean, real life. But, you know, I, what I mean? saw her come out of the bathroom. and I was like, I know I've rocked this outfit. <laughs> Like, this looks so familiar, like it came out of my closet in the 90s. Like, I mean, even the purple, like that purple is on point. Like, that is such a 90s thing to wear. Oh, God, that music. Yeah, I know, like that mall music, which, by the way, Glendale Galleria. Right. (laughs) And there's a shot, there's like an outdoor shot of of the mall that they're at. And you can tell that they've tried to, like, using lighting or computer Mm -hmm. effects, like, like remove the Glendale Galleria signage yeah. but it's like there's like a hint of it there still it's so, so funny, funny. <laughs> oh the mall the mall but yeah and they're walking around all the boys are checking them out as that, they walk that was a bit much like thank like, you like all the mouths hanging open that's as the, they walk that, in slow that's what I'm saying I was like that's where it, it kind of disgusted me I was like I'm annoyed now yeah and I rolled course, my eyes and then and then so then they happen upon this like security guard Jim. Jim, which, hello, Jimmy Moon. Yeah. Ew, okay. But the shit she says after when Mary catches her. What did did she say? I can't think. She's just like, what 20-year-old would be into a 14-year-old, a creepy loser? She goes, well, he's turning 21 and he's a Pisces. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) what? (laughs) She's so dumb. She's dumb, okay? Um, no, it's not that. She's just so attention seeking. She just wants someone she's dumb. to like, like everything she, she's doing is dumb. I agree. It's <laughs> dumb, but it, it's totally mis. Like she just wants attention. She doesn't care how she gets it. Like she doesn't think about it. Like there is no thinking process. I get. Yeah. She, there's no, there's no idea of consequence for her. Yeah. It doesn't exist because she lives in a bubble. Literally. She lives no, in a bubble. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're totally right about that. Especially about the bubble thing. Like you're right. It's like she's so sheltered. Yeah. That she, I just want to be a cute girl. I'll dress up with yeah, makeup. with heels and makeup and whatever. And like, and this guy is a legit creep. Like yeah. for a second when he was like, you know, like talking to them and stuff, I thought he was going to like flip the book on them and be like, uh, you guys are too young and I'm going to have to like put you guys in jail and call your moms. You know what I mean? Nope. He was no, disgusting. Instead, he was a total creepoid who was like chatting them up and like hitting on them and stuff. He said something like really stupid. Like I need to something about his hands being like like the weapons or something like that oh, like yeah. to protect I them carry a gun even if they gave us one who needs a gun when you got these hands or yeah i it's so gross like but i mean also like, though like, like he's really a creepy character that you, like, like but he's like a creepy character that like if quentin tarantino had his hands on this kind of character he would make him disgusting like yeah. let's be real like yeah, he yeah. could blah. well first of all if quentin tarantino no had he would never do it on this no no, no quentin no. tarantino had his hands on this which they did by the way it what? would start with the shot oh. of the feet yes and always did. yeah and it fucking yeah yeah, did. yeah okay dude him and his like fetishes it's, dude he's a weirdo but um, good movies all right. All I feel, right. I feel like I haven't seen half of them. When oh. I think about his film- filmography, well, no, because I've seen almost everything except for like, he did Jackie Brown, right? That was the I one that I don't it. like. I didn't see Jackie Brown and I haven't seen um, Hatefully yet. I haven't seen Hatefully yet and I want to, but Jackie Brown was one of them that I didn't like and I was like, mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. But I've, I've, 
pretty much seen them all except you know this I mean, what does he have eight mm, nah. yeah he has eight because that was the whole point mm. so he's got pulp reservoir jackie oh, reservoir. um kill bills one and two mm-hmm. eightful eight Django. Django. Oh, Django. Another one I haven't seen. That, it was pretty good. Um, well, well, no, he did it too. Um, he did one oh, with... that one with the, that was like a double feature. Yeah. Where he did one half of it. Mm-hmm. Not Roadhouse. I always want to call it Roadhouse. I... Because that's the Patrick Swayze movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to call it Roadhouse. When, or when I think Roadhouse, I think the Quentin Tarantino movie. It's Rodriguez it. that directed the first one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Sh- whatever. It was that zombie movie. Damn, what was the name of it? I don't know. I'm forgetting. It was House Something, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm forgetting it. Yeah. It I really matter. am. Anyway. But I totally did and watched that shit. I didn't either. No, I went. Oh, you did. Oh. I participated, and oh, I wow. remember going like, "Dude, my ass!" In like that double feature. Yeah, it was a long time to be sitting down. Let me tell yeah. you. After a while, you're like, "Should I go for a walk and get some air?" You say that. I did a not. It ended up being like a twelve hour Hobbit marathon at the movies when the third one came out. They did like a like a showing of all three at once. Oh shit, that would have been fun though. It was fun, and they gave you like a thirty minute break in between, as they should, and they served like lunch and stuff, which was really cool. It was like included in the price of the ticket, so it's like I got to do it. Like that. That's how I. Spent spent my saturday one day those fun. are man those were good ones um anyway yeah so okay so lucy's doing this and of course annie's suspicious and so she, I, I i like how annie is just like ready to call her kids out on their it. shit she's like she's going to pick them up early because she wants to catch lucy and whatever it mm-hmm. is that Lucy's that's up why to. they call me mom which i will say this though like i wonder okay annie knew a- annie was suspicious right that's why she's doing what she's doing like going early unbeknownst or whatever is she suspicious or is it just like she's you know like she's just being on top of it just making sure like her kids aren't doing anything i don't think she was suspicious well but but then when mary calls her out when mary's like you're picking up lucy earlier than you said you would she's like that's why they call me mom Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i i I don't know to your point you might be right like she's not necessarily you gotta be careful of simon because i just be like that kid will do crazy shit too not in yeah, like where does simon fit into no this? but like i would assume oh, just like in general dude after having that many kids i would think that she's like i have this shit down they're all gonna do something <laughs> stupid and i have well, to be like 10 steps yeah. ahead you know and, and i think you're right because i don't think that she necessarily thinks like lucy's doing something bad yeah. and i want to catch her i think you're right that like she's not gonna leave it to chance why are you we know focus- I mean? sorry why are we focusing on this why <laughs> no i brought it up because because i wanted to bring up the fact that I know I had a point and now I've lost it. Mm-mm. Oh, well, because I wanted to say, like, what did Annie think Lucy was getting up to? Definitely not work in the mall. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because of this thing. I mean, I want to I want to play the clip of the aftermath of. Yes, Annie please. And Lucy. But like, you know, if Annie had an inkling that that Lucy was up to no good, like it makes me wonder, like, why she's so like. Ah, about it i yeah. guess but i i do know why though i know why because Lu- because what lucy's doing is like put like like working them all like yeah she's like flaunting herself in a way that is not allowed yeah. for her you know and um whatever so let, let's play the clip and then you know we'll do what we do One month, no hanging at the mall, no nightly catch-up on the phone, no nothing. You go to school, you work very hard, you get good grades, do well on your SATs, and go to college. Mom! I'm still a little angry. I know, but why? 
All I was doing was expressing my unique personality. A personality, I might add, that I'm not allowed to express at home. First of all, it didn't appear that you were expressing your unique personality because you and your friends seem to be expressing the exact same unique personality. So maybe you should look up what unique means because judging from what I saw, it's not very clear to you. There are certain stylistic similarities, I'll admit. And the biggest similarity was the fact that your looks were totally inappropriate for your age. You know, Luce, it is possible that your behavior has implications that you can't quite see from your 14-year-old perspective. Like what? Let's call one implication Jim. Mary told you? Yes, and it would have made me feel a little better about this whole thing if you had told me, but I guess I'm not supposed to feel better about this. The bottom line is, I trusted you, and you betrayed that trust. You asked me if you could go to the mall. You didn't ask me if you could go work the mall. We can't write this off as typical teenage weirdness. Some of it, but not the lying and deception. And even if it were typically teenage, which I don't think it is, it would never be acceptably typical for my teenagers. You may all be weird, but you're going to be my honest little weirdos. I get it. Really? Here's another implication. How am I supposed to trust you again? You didn't tell the truth in the beginning. And you didn't fess up to the whole story once you were caught. How can I trust that you really do get it and aren't just telling me what I want to hear. We lost something today, Luce. Can we ever get it back? And then they get interrupted by Ruthie. Uh, <laughs> wearing who's, a lot of makeup. Who's like all gussied up. And she's like, what? I'm being like Lucy. <laughs> Ruthie looks like a Brad's doll. <laughs> she does. Like, I mean, you know, whatever, but... No, Ruthie looks like she came out of that. St- what's that store at the that used to be at the mall like ten years ago, what? where like that they would host like parties for little kids like Ruthie's age, where you could mm. go and like put on all this makeup and get glitter in your hair and all this crazy. My sister had a party there, that's why I know. Oh, really? <laughs> Ruthie looks like she came out of that store. <laughs> um, and then as they're as they're going back upstairs to like clean her up, Annie stops lucy and she's like we can get it back yeah know? which is nice which is I, I mean what else is she gonna say i'm never gonna trust you again uh-huh. bye <laughs> obviously um but it, it was nice and i think lucy like needed to hear it mm-hmm. you know? so that was cool um so my question for you is did you ever do this did you ever like sneak out of the house with like extra clothes and like change once you were out of the house no. and stuff no i had cousins that did it was yeah. all, well like with you there kind of thing. Oh yeah, my house was a scapegoat. Like oh, no. yeah, my house was a it was like the meeting point or something like that uh-huh. for a few of the girls. Like it was it was always funny in that way. Um she would always have a backpack and she would be with, you know, like sneakers and jeans and a t-shirt and then the moment she came over totally wearing like this tight dress and platform oh, shoes shit. and I'm like, okay. what did your parents have to say about that? They weren't around to see oh, it. I see. Okay. So like her timing it was, was strategic. Yes, timed. the timed was very. It was smart. Yeah. So that's kind of shitty. Like putting you between a rock and a hard place. Well, they got lucky because I would just be quiet. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I guess it, like it would be up to them to get caught. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like you weren't gonna ride on them. Mm-hmm. But would you have if they got caught? Would you like say like? I mean, I'm asking you hypothetical I am a t- I am a very bad liar. However, if I feel like it's like life and death situation, especially at that age, life and death means like it's like pretty literal life yeah. and death. Yeah, I would probably be a convincing liar. But if Ooh. there's if there's nothing that like 
let's say if I take something from you and you ask me, did you take it? Like I'll fess up because you can tell. But when it comes to life and death, like scary situations, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'll like, I'll fill my mouth up. I think that's worse. <laughs> Tea. No, no. I mean, it's only because like I would say it and I, that's it. And I would just walk away. I guess. I mean, whatever. It's like hypothetical. But I have been a mat. Where in- like telling your parents something's wrong. Oh, like. Like you overheard something's right. happening. I have been in Matt's place yeah. before. Like I've, I've, uh, I helped someone out because I felt like it was bigger than them. So I told an adult and. <clears throat> That's cool. That's Yeah, cool. but like she, she was totally pissed at me for like, I mean, I don't know for how long. And she's like, remind me to never say anything to you again. I said, okay. <laughs> Right, even better. Because, like, yeah, like, uh, it's better for me. Oh, I don't have thanks. to deal with My your shit. It's going to be clear forever. Awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, I remember that, but whatever. It was necessary. Yeah. And then, of course, that person stayed with us for a week. Oh, wow. Which was funny. Wow. And and, and things got better, but it was, yeah. Wow. I so you were like a Simon slash Matt. Yeah. I was just, yeah. I wish I had that kind of a thing. To, I mean, not I wish. God help me. Like, of course not. But uh, my, my point being, like, it would be cool to relate to that in that way. <laughs> I think I just found who I can relate to. Yeah, look in, at that. In one episode. Nah, nah, nah. Look at that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's really, like, the crux of the matter with Lucy in this episode. But wait a minute. Have you? Have you totally, like, you done know. Done what Lucy does in this app? Yeah. <laughs> my... My gut says no. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've been thinking about this since I watched this episode. Like, I've been trying to rack my brain to think, like, have I ever, like, maybe not specifically this example of, like, change my clothes and my appearance and stuff outside mm-hmm. of the house, but, like, lie to my parents about, like, what I'm doing, where I'm going and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like I had to have lied to my parents at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way I didn't. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, that's But at real. the same time, like, my parents are, have just always been really cool. Yeah. And, like, and my mom will, like, I don't, I'm, I'm using her words when I say, like, her take on, or both of my parents' take on the way that they raised us, me, mm-hmm. and, my, me and my siblings, like, is... You know, they lived a life, they they grew up in the 60s and 70s and stuff, or sorry, no, in the 70s and 80s, yeah. where, um, no, 60s and 70s, I, for, for a second I forgot when my mom was born. <laughs> uh, they grew up in the 60s and 70s when, you know, things were different yeah. in the world, you know, like where you could be out all night with your friends and mm-hmm. there was no like real danger of like gangs and drugs and yeah the wrong kind of person you know whatever mm-hmm. it was a different time and so they had a really like free um teenagerhood and early 20s hood mm-hmm. where they could be out all night and hang out and whatever and all was cool you know and so they don't they never want us like like us their kids to miss that mm-hmm. to not have those experiences yeah so they weren't the type to like limit us from doing any of those things mm-hmm. or like shelter us, you know, they, and they never, and my mom really never was like 
strict about like what I wore and stuff because she herself is such a like fashion fad person. Yeah. So like all the stuff that Lucy was wearing, she would have bought for me. And yeah, like, this is what all the kids are wearing. You have to wear it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, not even kidding. Like, even if it's not even my fashion sense, she's like, this is so in right now, Jax. <laughs> like, you know, like that's, that's so my mom. Um, so yeah. So I don't know. Like I can't, I can't, directly relate to Lucy's experience in this but at the same time like I completely relate to the way that she's like you know I want to express my unique personality that I maybe can't express under this roof Mm -hmm. that I was trying to like you know put on my face for for a day and like see what that's like or whatever you know I get that I get that feeling did you play around with makeup a lot no I still don't Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to do good makeup on myself and I'm 30 I, I don't know, like with makeup, I always had fun. I would always play with it, but mm-hmm. like going out with it, I didn't do that. I don't know why. I, I think like, I remember my mom watching me play with makeup and put it on mm-hmm. and she's like, all right, just make sure you don't go out like that. Like not <laughs> only cause like, um, well, I think it was because when I was younger, when I was like 14, people thought I was 18. And then when I was 18, people thought I was a kid. Which was weird how that happened because I remember everyone's like, no, you have to be 18. I'm like, no, I'm 14. I know. Isn't that just shitty? Like, or I don't know, because a lot yeah. of women our age like to be told that it, that they look 21. But I hate the fact that I don't look my age. Like, I want to be known as a 30 year old. Like, I don't know mm. how to do it. Like, I don't know how to but, make myself but what look does, 30. But, but what does... But what looks 30? I don't know, but not this, not the way I look. <laughs> like I don't I have no idea what like what makes someone look like they're 30. I have no I think there's a level of like put togetherness, I guess, that is associated with like being 30, you mm. know, like like having your hair kind of always done in even if it's very casually like a quick blow dry, but I feel like that's part of it. Like I got curly hair. None of that shit. Well, same. (laughs) But like kind of always having like a face on of some sort, even Mm. if it's just like a light foundation and a mascara, I think is part of it. Yeah. 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 And these are all like superficial things, but I think it paints the picture of like somebody who's not 18. You know what I mean? Now you're just talking like 13 going on 30, (laughs) 30 and flirty. (laughs) Oh my God. I feel sometimes I feel like I'm, 30 going on 13. I love <laughs> like, that one line in that movie. She was like, she's like, I like your dress because I got these great boobs to fill it out. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love how like sweet that movie is. Yeah. In a very funny, dorky way, but I just, I loved it. Because I got these great boobs to fill it out. I just realized by the time this episode comes out, I might actually be 30. Because I'm saying that like kind of exaggeratedly right you now. Might I'm be. not quite, but I feel like I might actually be by the time this episode comes out. I don't know. I'll do the math later, but. Ooh, 30. Yeah, I know, right? Um, 30. I think I've now officially aged myself. Like savvy listeners can put together my like almost exact birthday from mm, listening to this yeah. episode. Um, anyway, not a problem. So. Okay, so yeah, so that's what happens with Mary. The only thing we haven't really talked about, and I just want to say, Ruthie is like on fire in this episode. <laughs> she's okay? so cute. She is lighting up the screen mm-hmm. every time she's on it. She's like super fucking cute. Yeah. Um, 
we get you know we get a glimpse of her in the beginning um no you know what i was trying to play the episode because just do it it's too i mean the clip because it's just too freaking cute like i like to keep my saturdays open in case mary and lucy want to hang out and catch up Uh uh-huh how's that going well lucy's going to the mall but she'll come home eventually she always does so true and Mary's upstairs cleaning her room. But she'll be done eventually. She always is. Would you like to call Lynn or Skylar and see if they can come over and play? Why? I have two perfectly good sisters to play with right here. Eventually. Uh, that eventually isn't quite right. Is it close? <laughs> I'll keep working. Good idea. She's practicing her vocabulary. Yeah. Like, she just learned the word eventually upstairs with Mary and Lucy. Mm-hmm. And now she's, like, just peppering it through the conversation yeah. to, like, try to find her way through it. And it's fucking adorable. <laughs> like, and so I love saying, her what so are we much. doing? I love her so much. And then at the, at the end of this episode, um, because Stan's going to stay over again. Mm-hmm. So she's going to sleep in the girls' room with them again. And But Mary, like, is, like... Mary asks her, like, so what do you got going on tonight? You know? Yeah. And she's like, um, I don't know. Why? What are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, so cute. And then when they're, and then when Mary's like, you know, come stay with us tonight, she gets this look on her face. I, I couldn't play the clip because they wouldn't play yeah. the audio, but like, this look on her face of like pure, unadulterated joy. Yeah. Like, who are you? It's so fucking cute. Yeah. And she's like, I'll get back to you. And she like yeah. runs off like, oh my God, I love it so much. Oh my God. She's so adorable on this one. I mean, she's always adorable. Yeah. But she's like particularly adorable yeah, yeah. on this episode. Something about her chemistry is just so fun. Um, oh. Yeah. I do want to say before we you know do our wrap up and stuff. Did you notice this episode like felt weird? Like, um, I don't know what it was like the pacing or like certain blocking of scenes or whatever. Like, it, did it feel weird to you? Like, I don't want to call it like off, like like unusual or whatever. But it just like felt different. And you know, I'll tell you where where I felt it the most. I felt it in that whole scene of when they're all outside playing basketball mm-hmm. that night and like. Annie's watching through the window and then she's like fixing the kitchen sink for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And it's like this really weird, like zoomed in shot of her face and the drip drip. Yeah. And then, and then they like, and then like they take their time showing her like get the phone call mm-hmm. and then, but then they cut to her outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they take really long time, like her walking to Stan and like everyone's looking at Stan. The, you know what Stan I, is hot, like, yeah, it, no, like, um, weird. There's a lot of this, the there's a lot of this shit in the show where it's like when someone says a joke or someone thinks someone said something funny or cute, whatever. They have to show everyone's every, reaction shots. Yes. Every single time. Like, okay, I get it. They all smile. <laughs> I have a note that says, if somebody says something and they don't show a reaction shot, did it even happen? Serious. <laughs> every time it's true i had that same note like i noticed that same thing that's stupid yeah like every single face like come on guys we don't have a reaction for eight seconds it's like remember when ruthie sang um the the anthem and they like while she's singing they're like 
panning across yeah, yeah. the couch at every single one of the people on that couch mm-hmm. and their reaction it's so funny and then eric crying oh god um but yeah i don't know should we just oh i mean i guess we both did the who, who do we relate well to, who do you relate to i think for me it's uh, lucy okay just again in the way that i described like not directly like i can't put myself in her shoes and understand everything she's going through mm-hmm. and stuff but i do understand that feeling of like self-expression and yeah. also like trying out different looks and styles and feelings mm-hmm. and you know I don't agree with how she was like fla- like flouncing around and flirting with Jim or whatever, but I you know I whatever I understand from that from the other perspective. Yeah, I, for you, it's definitely Matt and Simon because I feel like I was that person where someone said the secret to me, but then and you I was gave like, "Them your most excellent promise." Yes, I gave them my most excellent <laughs> promise, but then I decided, well, this shit's bigger than you, so I'm going to take the reins and say, "Mom, Dad, I need your help." <laughs> I really like But that more like line. mom. Definitely mom. Yeah. I went and told mom. Didn't tell my dad right away. Would tell dad when shit gets like bad. Mm-hmm. Or like when he needs to step in. Gotcha. Other than that, it would be mom. Because we would. I, yeah. That's just how it was. Well, that's, that's like. That's the, that was person. a dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's the same at my, with my parents. Like my mom's the person that I talk to. That I confide in. Mm-hmm. That I go to for advice or whatever. And I just know that she'll tell my dad eventually. Yeah, yeah. So Dad's like, going so like, to find out. He needs to know, he'll know. You're like, I yeah. have to be the one to tell him. Da- you know? But does your does your dad, like, at whenever you were younger, if your dad wanted to know something about you, he would never go to you. He would go through your mom. Was you it know, like I that? Can't, I can't think of a specific example where that might be true. I don't know. But you know what's funny, though, is my relationship with my dad, because, like, for most of my early years like until I was like five or six or whatever mm-hmm. and I mean I still kind of am but like I was a total daddy's girl yeah like and because my mom worked late hours and stuff so mm-hmm. like my dad and I were always like together like like after school or like or after they would pick me up from my grandma's house because mm-hmm. they worked and I wasn't in school yet or whatever like it was like me and my dad it was like yeah. a buddy comedy you know mm-hmm. like like he'd make dinner we'd sit on the couch we'd like watch tv and like yeah. share a plate of fruit or whatever yeah you know and and if I if like if I had nightmares in the middle of the night like I'd be calling for my dad you know like stuff but I think as I got older yeah. like I developed my mother-daughter relationship you mm-hmm. know, just as like a female like going through life or whatever but I can't think of an example or an instance where my dad like went to my mom to get information out of me mm. because the truth is now that I'm thinking about it, I probably willingly voluntarily shared my life story with my mom anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like they, yeah. they never had to probe. I'm not much of like, yeah, a, they don't, they don't I'm need... an open book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it's just so funny. Cause like you said, I was totally a daddy's girl too, mm-hmm. but I like it, it, but in, if, okay, so let's say if in the middle of the night I, w- I were to wake up as a kid and I needed water, you think I'd be waking up my dad? No, I'd be waking up my mom. Oh no, I'd totally wake up my dad. I would totally wake up my mom. And I, and as I got older, I was like, mom, why don't you just tell me to go back to bed? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I don't know how long I kept that shit up. I think at least maybe to the age of like five or six, were I would you wake in the dark. Oh, totally. I was too. I was totally afraid of the dark. No, I totally was. And especially like um and I don't know where this came from, but it wasn't even the dark that would scare me after a while. Like if it, if I was in the dark and I would hear things, 
like it's the hearing stuff in the dark would freak oh, yeah. me out. It's, it's your imagination running wild. Yeah, with yeah. Itself, of course. But I remember um, until I was old enough to not do this anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that old. Um, like if I had to go to the bathroom in the, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like because of the dark situation, mm-hmm. I'd call for my dad to come and so he could like turn the light on on. get me out of bed safely Mm -hmm. and then he'd like wait for me to use the bathroom and then and then like he'd put me back in bed and then he'd like that was like a thing that would happen see like i did do that no i would never wake up my parents to go to the bathroom as well whenever i was a kid obviously until i was like three or four yeah yeah. i'm not i I can't you're 10 no no you're (laughs) like i can't get up there bro like someone has to lift me um no it was it was so funny i think that's that was one of the beauties of sharing a room with your older siblings was like yeah. somehow you guys would wake up at the same damn time and be like you gotta go yeah i gotta go that's and like so you would cute. just like walk that's so cute. that i remember that i remember that's doing really fun i mean yeah <laughs> which is you know what's really funny and mm-hmm. i don't i'm gonna i don't know if this is tmi now but like i don't find myself needing to use the bathroom in the middle of the night anymore like, no like when does that stop like it's that, so weird yeah like, Cause like I as, know, a kid, as a kid, like I needed yeah. to do that a mm-hmm. lot, like, yeah. at least once a night, not at least like definitely like every night, like that would be like a thing yeah. that happened. Like I had to go use the restroom that doesn't happen anymore. So yeah. like what changes? Like it's so weird. How much you carry in your bladder? I, I mean, supposed to, I definitely don't drink enough water anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, man, but yeah, just, it's funny. Yeah. How did we get, wow. I'm I'm not even gonna try to worry about it. I, I can I can take us back, but let's not. No, let's whatever. We're here now. Um, shall we rate the episode? Mm, yes, you go first. Okay, I gave this episode a six. Not bad. That was the same number I was gonna give it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, th- I thought long and hard about it. Mm-hmm. I thought long and hard about like where does this episode stand in the canon of episodes? How do I really feel about this episode? And I did enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I had to really think about critically like. I can't give it above a six. No. Because it's not a seven through ten episode. You yeah, know I mean? definitely not. Definitely not. So six six on across mm-hmm. the board. Cool. Check, check, check. Well, I think we did it. Yeah, we did. Um, so don't forget to follow us on Facebook and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and follow us on Instagram and all the places. We're at For Heaven's Sake Pod. Um, that's the number four heaven's sake pod and, or send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe on iTunes. We really, really, really need those ratings guys. Um, I know it, it, it takes like two seconds of your time, but it does a lot for us. So we'd really appreciate if you could rate us on there and, um, till next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>